I don't understand why we have to build a ray gun to aim at a planet I never even heard of. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Go! Hello all, welcome to the Voice of Loveland, the podcast for ionloveland.com. I am your host, the Loveland Tadler, R.D. Kulik, and with me here is, as I complete my epic road trip on the West Coast, is the one about to go on the epic road trip on the East Coast, and that's the greatest other host, Pam Gross. How are you today, Pam? I'm good, Ryan. Yes, welcome back from your vacation, (laughs) and you're right. You come back after a couple weeks of rest and relaxation on the West Coast. And yes, now I'm going to start my vacation on the East Coast. It's nice you think rest and relaxation is driving through the Central California mountains, which, <laughs> honest to God, still had snow on them, people. I mean, that is a, that's a wild thing. They've gotten a lot of rain and a lot of, well, they got a lot of snow, which now has turned obviously into yeah. water, but they need it. So oh, it's yes, all good. Yes. And their res- reservoirs and all of that are all very filled. So that's good. Speaking to the locals, they looked like they were, had a little PTSD from the season, but they all said the same thing. But man, we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this podcast here. It's not a, a council, it's in between the council weeks and all, but. We wanted to put this out because we're probably not going to be back until after the 4th of July. And that is kind of the kickoff of election season here in Loveland. A lot of people will say September, but let's famously remember Mayor Bailey shoving her four men in the back of a truck for the 4th of July parade. Four grown men kind of kicking off her campaign to knock off Tim Butler, who ended up taking the most votes in that election anyways. So Mayor Bailey has, it's her re-election year, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the school school board race, but already they've kicked it off. Already, I saw Mayor Bailey taking signatures the other day. From our information, she has pulled her petition to run for a third term. Andy Bateman, I mean, I think I think Mayor Bailey has a leash that she keeps him on and just walks him around the city hall. I'm saying he's her pet dog, yes. He pulled his petition to run for re-election on a record of every outstanding thing he stood up for individually. And then there's a third person. Yeah, there's an unknown person. His name is Brian Goodyear. Mm-hmm. He lives up in Brandywine. He picked up a packet, too. But don't get overly excited about that, Ryan, because the truth is he he works with Kathy Bailey. He's a Hamilton County prosecutor, which, quite frankly, it looks like she's going to have to get a new new leash. Let's talk about that first, because there's a (laughs) there's a name missing. And that name is Kent Blair. Yeah, he is up for reelection. We haven't heard if he's pulled a petition or anything, but there are three seats. And we know, again, I'm sure come the 4th of July, we're going to see grown men, Bateman and Goodyear crammed into the back of a truck for the 4th of July parade here in Loveland. But Kent Blair, who we've talked a lot about that Kathy appointed, and yes, he's a Democrat and Kathy claims to be a Republican, holds a lot of power on that city council, even though they'll tell you otherwise. He was basically promised that seat back in 2017. He was appointed in, had a run for re-election, and came in third to barely sneak in and get that seat. So I don't know what happened. I have no insight on that other than the fact that the woman who says she's a good Republican, which she is not clearly, because good Republicans do not appoint Democrats. (laughs) They do not elevate Democrats. They do not help the other political party. That's not how parties are supposed to work. And by the way, 
I understand nonpartisan race, but mm-hmm. whatever. No, it's not. Yeah, but she'll take an endorsement in a nonpartisan race. But the point is, is that if you go back and you look, Kent Blair actually was going to run for council. Remember all the shenanigans that went mm-hmm. with it? He actually had his name on the ballot or had collected the signatures for his name to be on the ballot. All of a sudden, magically has a conversation with Kathy Bailey. And then all of a sudden withdraws his name. And then shazam, when the election takes place and there's an empty council seat, who does she appoint? Hmm, Kent Blair, the Democrat. So I don't know whether he's running, not running. I don't know. More the merrier. I mean, maybe he's going to go spend time with Andy Card's family. That's a that's a (laughs) deep political saying that we have is, I mean, look, anybody that's in the know knows that Kathy Bailey has been damaged politically by the fact that everybody knows here. The former chairman of the Hamilton County GOP, now chairman of the state GOP, knows that Kathy Bailey appointed a Democrat, and that was problematic for her. Right. And and again, that's why I said what I said, is that, look, if you are the head of a, of a Republican Party— or part of their inner circle, which Kathy Bailey is a ward chair. She is a precinct executive, just like I'm a precinct executive. For the Republican Party, we do not help Democrats. You don't. And if you did, honestly, she should have been run out of the party. But that's why this time around, when she had to go find her new, find the new person that's going to fit on her leash, she has to go now to the Republican Party, which she again, doesn't have any choice. Yeah, it makes me think it, it's a totally open secret. That, so welcome, Mr. Goodyear. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally an open secret that Mayor Bailey has wanted to be a judge. And I find it just from a political strategy standpoint, I do not see how she wins a countywide election. Well, at this point, I'm not sure in Hamilton County any Republican is going to win. <laughs> there's, there's that. There's, but we've lost more judge. Yeah, lost more judge seats than anything. It is obviously going to be in the next year, the next cycle, that the prosecutor's office in Hamilton County is going to be a top target for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And some of the candidates they're talking about are not. The Fanon Ruckers of the world. These are the John Cranleys of the world, of the world right. which everybody says, oh, nobody likes John Cranley. I go, yeah, you know what John Cranley is? Undefeated politically. Actually, uh, a lot of Republicans like John Cranley. It, right. Because he, he's, he's, he's viewed as strong on law, law and order. My speculation. Which is unusual yes. for a Democrat. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, I think Tucker Carlson Sorry, called him his favorite Democratic <laughs> uh, mayor or something. So when you got that endorsement, it helps out. But in the case of Mayor Bailey... Part of me thinks she's just trying to shore up her Republican credentials and say, look, I've got these Republicans elected because who knows what happens with the prosecutor's race next year and is she looking for her next gig? But let me talk about Kent Blair, though, because we've talked about this since we've started this podcast, them and their bobbleheads. We're calling them dogs on leashes, all this other stuff. If Kent Blair, who was elected by the people of Loveland in the last election, believes he truly has something to offer the city of Loveland. Why is he listening to one person who's just trying to bolster her political career? Why isn't he standing up? I mean, where's his spine? Obviously, we never thought it was there to begin with. Folks, this is just further proof that these people never cared about Loveland. No, They never cared about doing any of this stuff. They cared about elevating Mayor Bailey, which we'll talk about her tenure in a moment here. 
the cowardness. Let me add on to that is the the heartbeat pack, the hypocrisy pack, these people that have these organizations, these in, environmental organizations, all these people that are so tied into the Loveland city government, they go out and they feel like they have something to offer. A lot of these people, you look at them politically, they're Democrats, but they would rather bow down before the Republican ward chair for her own political career than to do what they philosophically think is right. That's what Kent Blair is. That's what the PAC is. That's what these organizations are. They're cowards, Pam. And this election is showing that. Yeah. And we've spent, what, a couple minutes here talking about and being very political in regards to Democrats and Republicans. But you've hit the nail on the head with what we're really talking about isn't so much the fact that she's supposed to be a Republican and he's supposed to be a Democrat. What the problem is, is that there's no principles Neither one of these two people have any principles. And that's the important distinction here. Because if you are a Kent Blair, who is a precinct executive for the Democrats and is a registered Democrat, that means that you've picked a political party based on the philosophy of things that you believe in and things that are important to you. Same is true of Miss Bailey. The problem is here in Loveland is that, and then you have these other groups, like you've mentioned environmental groups, or you have that hypocrisy pack group and those people. The reality is, is that you're supposed to have principles. You're supposed to have things that you believe in, that you will fight for, that the reason you want that seat is because you want to accomplish this, this, and this. That's what we're actually talking about, is that the point is, is that these people have been nothing but hypocrites. They don't stand for anything. They don't stand up for any kind of principles. All they want to do is to harm people that they don't like. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, when Kathy Bailey first came into power, this was all about well, we want our downtown preserved. We want it to retain its small town. We want it to be family-oriented. We don't want a new city hall and this and more traffic and all of it. We don't want any of that. So that's why all these people came together and formed this PAC group and talked about how we want to preserve our parks and we want to do this and we want to make sure that we don't have a dog park because people dogs pee on things. <laughs> but the point is, is that they didn't care about any of that. No. Because look at your downtown now. I mean, nothing's been preserved. Everything's been torn down under Miss Bailey. That's the thing is these environmental groups. Oh, well, we so care about the water and the air and the trees and the whatever. If you gave a damn about any of that, then you would have been the first loudest people around talking about we don't need a parking garage. But they weren't. They were championing. Yes. Yeah. And then the things that are important to like a Kent Blair and to his party, it's Pride Month. Not in Loveland. It is. No. I, Pam, the Pride Parade is going to be in Cincinnati this weekend. When I was on vacation or in Yosemite, there was a pride parade <laughs> going through Yosemite. Regardless of what you believe one way or the other, this is the time that they do that. Things like gay, transgendered rights and things like that are the top news stories on both MSNBC and Fox News, okay? So it is something a lot of people are talking about. But you're right. It is, to a point, for me just as a political observer— 
to see to see these people claim all of these things that they love, all these things that they want to make the community better, and to see this for the last six years. That they years. want the community to be more inclusive. Yes. And then they sit silently right. because Kathy Bailey doesn't want it. Exactly. So they would rather listen to some small town mayor so they could sit on committees to buy flowers for the community or decide which murals should be up or decide which buildings should get torn down. They would rather give up every personal philosophy they have. Now, granted, they go sit at their wine brunches and talk about like, ooh, we did a nature walk or ooh, we stopped City Hall from actually making money or we did all this other stuff. They can sit back and do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they're willing to give this all so one person in this town can have political power that she wields to build more bars. Yeah, this is the point we're trying to make is that it's not so much a Republican Party, Democrat Party thing. For me, this is about hypocrisy, because the reality is, is that if you pick the party, you picked a party. That means you picked the philosophy. That means you picked a party that believes in the things that you believe in. You ran for council because you believed in certain things. Really? Because I I don't see any of it from any of these people, from none of these people. That is, at the end of the day, what I struggled the most with is that here we are now, eight years later, and now Kathy Bailey wants four more years. That'll be 12 years. And now we're, I feel like we're going so far backwards into Weisgerber land again, where that man just, all he wanted was power. And I mean, look what, ha- look what happened. People complain all the time about Loveland Station. Thank Mr. Weisgerber for yeah. that. Okay. He's the one responsible for that. And all we're doing is now watching the same thing with this new crowd. It's election season. So we're going to go out and guess what we're going to say, Ryan? We really care what the people think. We really want to hear from the residents. Oh, we're going to listen to you. I heard that from Kip Ping and I heard that from John Hart. And neither one of them have done a damn thing that they said that they would do. No. I mean, neither one of them. And the one, Kip Ping, I don't even, does he even talk? Can he talk? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. And then Kent Blair, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a proud Democrat and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You haven't done anything. So you know what? Honestly, that he hasn't pulled a petition yet. Maybe he shouldn't because you didn't do anything. He's going to put his tail between his legs and walk off. I mean, all he's done is just Kathy Bailey. Yes. Kathy Bailey. Yes. Kathy Bailey. Yes. Kathy Bailey. Yes. I mean, that's all we've done. And then that group, that's all they've done. They have literally sacrificed every principle, integrity, or whatever you want to call it at this point in time, just so they could sit on a committee. But you've done nothing. Well, and I think that's the important thing to look at is it's been since the 2017 election, it's been six years. And look, all of these people are going to say, oh, well, we stopped the terribleness of Mark Fitzgerald and whatever. It's six years. It comes a time that you need to run on a record. And there is no record. Andy Bateman has got to be, you know, we have members of Congress that nobody's ever heard of because they never speak. They never do anything. They just go in there and they collect a check. That's what Andy Bateman is. I don't know if he thinks being a member of city council is some dream he's had since he's eight years old or what it is, but I don't know why he's there because he'll sit there and word salad stuff to basically say, I mean, the most common thing Andy Bateman has said in his time on city council is I agree with so-and-so talking about another council member has no personal vision, no 
It hasn't stood up for anything, doesn't have any project, doesn't have anything that you look at and go, wow, that's a council member. While I think it was not very smart the way they did it, at least Kent Blair got the solar panels put on the public works building. At least he stood up for something. So Andy Bateman wants another four years to be Kathy Bailey's lapdog. Yeah. That's what he wants for the uh, nothing about saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be covering this bit park with nothing but concrete. Uh, maybe we should be looking at better things out there. Maybe we should be looking at ways to make Loveland better for families. None of that from him. He's just, oh, I'm going to do whatever Kathy Bailey tells me to do. And then again, I don't know anything about Mr. Goodyear. I, we just know what's on paper there. But it, it, from my perspective, again, He's just there to help Kathy Bailey bolster her He's political career. That's so, all. So, Pam, what can be done? Well, it's three seats. <laughs> and we need candidates. Yes. And we've talked a lot about this, that you're going to get the thugs from the hypocrisy pack to attack you. You're going to get these other organizations that are that believe in having power in city halls more important than achieving their organizational goals who are going to attack you. That's what they're going to do. They're going to attack you. But this is the advice I'm going to give you. They have nothing to run on, regardless of what people says. Oh, everybody loves downtown. I know tons of people that just don't even go anymore because, you know, we have kids and there's nothing for kids to do down there. Granted, my wife and I will go eat somewhere sometime, but my son doesn't care about going to any of these bars. And yeah, they serve food, but it's all bar food. Okay, there's nothing down there for them. And then you want to have a constant party atmosphere. You can't even use the bike trail. This is what you run on. You run on, it's not about downtown. It's about all of Loveland. Maybe it is high time that Loveland Madeira Road, it gets the facelift it's been needing. And maybe it's time that we start bringing all of Loveland in. Maybe it's time that we figure out ways to build single family homes. You want to beat Kathy Bailey and them, then you need to run, you need them to run on their record. That's my advice. No, I agree because they have a record. I mean, let's be very clear here. The record is they have turned our downtown into a damn frat party. That's what they've done. And everybody, if you're okay with that, and, and I know there are a lot of people that are perfectly fine with that, that they come into Loveland because it's party central and you can walk around with your drink. If that's your thing, then I, there's not a thing I can do. Most of those people don't live in Loveland. Pam, right. So they I was going to say, but here's <laughs> the difference. Here's the thing. The majority of people, and this is why they won't do an economic study, this is why Kathy Bailey and Dave Kennedy and the rest of the bobbleheads on city council won't do a study because they know it is not going to be favorable when you really analyze what's going on downtown. It's not because there's nothing unique about our downtown in terms of restaurants there's nothing really unique about any of that. The people who actually live here and fund it, which is me and you, I never, ever go downtown anymore, ever. Do you know, and I teased you when I came in, my office is right on West Loveland Avenue, our world headquarters, right here <laughs> on West Loveland Avenue. I have not been into my office for over two weeks and the reason is, it's not because I'm not busy. It's because the traffic is so awful down here that there is no, I, I can't, I can't, 
do this anymore. Well, I mean, we're going to have to get wrap up because, yeah, it's Tuesday. Now it's Tuesday, <laughs> and it's that silly farmer's market that takes up our parking spaces that everybody says we don't have enough parking. Oh, but we'll put our farmer's market in our prime parking lot, and then we'll do it from 3 o'clock in the afternoon until whenever, I mean, this is the thing. This this is, I, I, I am going on a tantrum now mm-hmm. because one of the things that I think is the funniest thing ever is right now, the city has sent out a thing that said, oh, take our traffic survey, which I think is hilarious because. Yeah, first, after they talked for years about a parking garage and then failed to deliver. Yeah. Now they're like, let's ask the people. Oh, yeah, I love it because <laughs> now you can tell it's election season because they actually now are saying, we want to know what you think yeah. when. You go to all the council meetings and Kathy Bailey will tell you, we don't give a damn what you think. You elected us to make those decisions. And so, you know, it's election season when all of a sudden the city says they really care about what you what you think. They don't, folks, really. And take a look at the survey because it's kind of kind of silly in this anyway. Now, one thing in there, though, is the city. You want to fix traffic congestion. First thing you need to do is move the market. Mm hmm. Because if you don't even have a conversation in regards to the big one of the biggest traffic hassles, then you're not really serious about solving any kind of problem. That's first and foremost. Okay, that's my diet. No, no. Before we leave and you embark on your adventure, (laughs) I did also, when it comes to election season, look, there's still there's still time left. There's still. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's what August. It's mid-August, like around the 14th, 15th, that you can go down to the Board of Elections, go pick out your packet. You only need 25 signatures to get your valid signatures. Yes. (laughs) Make sure they're valid voters that you only need 25 signatures to get your name on the ballot. Mm -hmm. I encourage everybody and anybody, run for council. I mean, really, just please do, because this group of people down here, if you think that this is what we are, that all we are is just a drinking town and a bunch of bars and a bunch of drunk people running around all the time, who, by the way, don't even live here. Mm -hmm. Most of them don't even live here. If that's your thing, then you're right, man. Kath Bailey's done bang up job. But if that's not the town that you really want to live in, then change it. And the only way to change it is to find some new people. And it can't be no offense to this dude who works for her. That ain't going to help us. Yeah. We need someone who's not a tool of Kathy Bailey. We need people that are going to ask questions. We had it the first two years with Councilwoman Sattel, former Mayor Sattel. And then we had it for a few years with Tim Butler. And you could say both of them paid a price. And I, I think they're both in their personal lives doing just fine. As a matter of fact, former Mayor Sattel is a pretty powerful figure in Republican politics. These days. She is indeed. So, and good for her. Yes, good for her. Yes. That, and she is stuck to her principles. Yes. She doesn't appoint <laughs> Democrats. No, no, no. <laughs> they don't. My point is. Andy Bateman has nothing to offer. Kathy is going to give you the the same stuff. She's going to give her cronies what they want, which, again, what what is that? It's bars. That's what it is. That's all it is. It's just bars. Nothing. They've offered nothing to help the future health of this community. You know, it's interesting because we, we talk about bars, bars, and bars, because that is all. Uh, Loveland's only about drinking. That is all we're about. And it's interesting because we've had a couple, a smattering of some businesses that located downtown that were not 
bars. Right. And, Busy B, no longer there. Right. And the they, jewelry store. And the jewelry store, no longer, no longer there. And it's funny because if you actually go and talk to those people and find out, you will learn that this isn't really a town for people walking around mm-hmm. and buying things, the things that are that make your downtown prosperous. They will tell you, eh, there's really no traffic down here in terms of uh, foot traffic, in terms of foot traffic of the customers. It's not quite what we thought it would be of a lively downtown. If you're not a bar, then forget it in Loveland. I mm-hmm. mean, just forget it because it's just, it's not here. And it is interesting because, was it you or someone else, I don't remember, who was talking about Milford? Have you ever walked Milford Streets? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, me too. They have all kinds of shops down there. Yeah. And and I'm not in any way trying to compare Milford and Loveland because Milford is much bigger mm-hmm. and their downtown's a little bit bigger. But it's not that much different. No, but Milford, but Mason, Blue Ash, all of them right. are doing things in Montgomery, that, yeah, that benefit. But what is different is that they have a nice collection of businesses and things that attract people from their community to come into their community. We don't do that. The only thing we're interested in is whether or not we have another new bar. I did want to end this with the school board just to kind of give everybody things that I've heard, things that I've seen. There are two seats up and the two incumbents are board president, Catherine Lorenz, Dr. Lorenz, and then (laughs) Kevin Doherty. Both have have expressed that they do not want to run for re-election. I do know that supporters of theirs, a lot of the people that are instrumental in the last levy fight, have got two candidates that they're going to put forward. Again, I'm being speculative here. I don't know off the top of my head their names, but they're going to be like the board is now. They're going to support the the superintendent, Mike Broadwater. It's going to be that kind of thing. If you are one of those people that for years have had issues with that, you need to take this opportunity and run also. Because I know what Kathy and her two bobbleheads are going to do along with these two people for the board, they're just going to rubber stamp what's going on. And now. they're just going to yeah, hope it's nobody gonna change. They're going to hope nobody stands up to run against them. And there's been a lot of passion involved with the schools all over the country, but here in Loveland, there's been a lot of passion. And I know a lot of you guys are a little frustrated after the last levy, but even if you did support the levy, but you want to have a little bit more accountability over the schools, you got to put your hat in the ring here. Because the last time Dr. Lorenz ran, she did not put her petition until the last possible minute when she knew nobody else was running. And if you all think that, well, we got right. I know I heard this before from someone. It's a whole new school board than the one that introduced that massive levy. No, it's not. No, it's not. And while, again, I would encourage Mr. Goodyear to correct us if we're wrong, Pam. But knowing what Kathy Bailey does and knowing how it is, she'd much rather have a Kip Ping who doesn't say a word or an Andy Bateman who says words that mean nothing. All right. And the school board, again— That's a determination that, as a community, you got to, if you want to stand up, there's your opportunity. 
So we will be back at this, Pam, but I want you to have a fabulous vacation. Oh, I'm going to have a wonderful trip. <laughs> With all that being said, The Voice of Loveland, the podcast for ionloveland.com is a production of Ion Community. This episode is written, engineered, and mixed by Pam Gross and Ryan Kulik. And the music is by my father-in-law, Sherrod Sate. And I'll say it one more time. Enjoy the hell out of it. Well, thanks. And I, I'm <laughs> welcome back. And I'm glad that you had a wonderful vacation as well. And everyone, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we have a lot of things that we are going to talk about. Honestly, the passion that we have in tor- towards our community is not going to lessen. And we're just going to keep at it because we can do better. We really can. So I do hope that you'll go out there and think about, hmm, I want to run for office and I want to stick to my principles. Okay. If you're just going to be here to, do your little platitudes and then just be a hypocrite like the rest of them on, on council, then eh, whatever. Everyone, thanks for listening. Please be informed, be involved, be influential. <laughs> <laughs>